A few nights ago, it was 8.30 in the evening, I usually take pain medicine, go to bed about 10 o'clock at night. That night, I said to God, I don't see how I can keep going until 10 o'clock. I just don't know how I can last that much longer today. Almost immediately, God got my attention on a subject, and I began writing it for you, the church, and am recording it now. And when I finished writing it, I looked at the clock. I was amazed because it was after 10 o'clock. It was a miracle. God just helped me get through the time until it was really time to go to bed. And this is on the subject of how much do you really know about the things that are coming upon this earth? And do you want to find out? It's sort of like a little test. There are 14 plagues during the Great Tribulation. In one of those plagues, the time it lasted was five months. But the other plagues, we don't know for sure how long they will last. Here are some questions that God called to my attention. The first one is, here is one of those plagues. And I'll ask you, which of the 14 plagues is this? And why would it matter anyway? Well, one of the problems is going to be endurance. And Jesus said, they that endure to the end, the same will be saved. Endurance would be a very big problem. Unless the time was shortened, no flesh would be saved. If you know you're closer to the end of the 14 plagues, it might be a little easier if you're left on this earth for that period of time. It might be a little easier and might be helpful to help us to endure. Well, here is the plague that I wanted you to think about. Do you know which of the 14 plagues this is? Quote, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth. So mighty an earthquake and so great. And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. If you're on the earth at the time this happens, would you identify which of the 14 plagues this is? When there's this great earthquake and the cities of the nations fell, cities such as New York City, Paris, London, Rome, Moscow, and other cities around the earth fell. A great earthquake. There are two other things that happened during this time. Every island fled away, and the mountains weren't found. 
I live at the foot of the Rocky Mountains in Colorado. And when I leave the house, I often think, oh, there are the mountains. They're still here. Which plague is it where all the mountains disappear and the islands disappear? And there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven, every stone about the weight of a talent. And men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail, for the plague thereof was exceeding great. Which one of the fourteen plagues is this? You will find the answer in Revelation 16. It's the last of the plagues. And immediately after that, we can expect to see the powers of heaven shaken. And this is one of the most important things to really identify where we are if we're on this earth. Are we near the beginning, the middle, or the end of the Great Tribulation? Well, if we see the sun go completely dark in the middle of the day, we're at the end of the Great Tribulation. The powers of heaven will be shaken. The sun will go totally dark. The moon will not give its light, and the stars fall from heaven. And then appears the sign of the Son of God in the heaven. So Jesus comes after the powers of heaven are shaken. The order of the Great Tribulation, the shaking of the heaven and earth, and the coming of Jesus, the exact order is given for us in Matthew 24. If you will focus on verses 29 through 31 you will see the exact sequence of events. We read in verse 29, immediately after the tribulation of those days, shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of heaven shall be shaken. This tells us that the great tribulation, the 14 plagues, come before the powers of heaven are shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. And they shall gather to gather his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. So we have the sequence of the 14 plagues of the great tribulation. Then the powers of heaven will be shaken where the sun goes dark. The stars fall. The moon doesn't give his light. And then appears Jesus coming through the clouds and gathering the elect. That's the sequence presented here of the Great Tribulation. In Acts chapter 2, 
the Apostle Peter spoke about the Great Tribulation, and he quoted Joel the prophet. And this is a very powerful statement. Acts chapter 2. Start at verse 19. And I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before that great and notable day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. We had a woman who attended our church group for a while, and she had a dream which she reported. She and her husband were going out to buy a TV. She was at the car waiting for him when all of a sudden the sun just went dark. She said it was terrifying, though she knew these scriptures that that would happen at the end before Jesus returns. She said the sun just went totally dark. She said she fell down on her knees. She said first she started to run back in the house for safety, and then she knew it wouldn't do any good. So she just fell down on her knees where she was. But she said it was terrifying. I had a dream back in the 80s where the earth slipped on its axis. People were terrified. The governments of men were meeting with the scientists and with the religious leaders to try to see what could be done about this problem. Of course, nothing can be done. A television reporter was giving a report of this story on television, and I saw him in the dream. He was so frightened, he just stopped speaking right in the middle of his story, got up, and left the TV studio. Often these television people, they don't, they're not really sad or afraid when they tell a story. They pretend to be. This man knew this was going to affect him. And he couldn't continue to give the report. I read about that later in Isaiah chapter 13, verse 13. I read about my dream. Verse 13, Isaiah chapter 13, God says, Therefore I will shake the heavens, and the earth shall remove out of her place in the wrath of the Lord of hosts and in the day of his fierce anger. The earth shall remove out of her place, and in that dream the earth slipped on its axis in the solar system. In December 2020, an article appeared in writing on a CNN International News presentation. In that writing, the scientists were speaking, and they were saying that one of the most stable things in the world is the solar system that for decades and centuries it has been in place and hasn't moved much. I just thought how far 
the scientists are from the Bible. Because all of this is spelled out for us in the Bible of what will happen. And the Apostle Peter talked about in the last days there would be scoffers. And they would say everything's gone on just as it has from the beginning of the creation. Nothing's changed. And Peter says they're willfully ignorant of the fact of the flood which killed every living creature except for Noah. Second Peter chapter 3 verse 3 Knowing this first that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lusts and saying Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of this creation. Peter says, For this they willingly are ignorant of, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that was then being overflowed with water, perished. But the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. And then Peter says, But the day of the Lord will come, as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace, without spot, and blameless. If Jesus comes this second, are you in peace without spot and blameless? I work pretty hard to try to stay in peace. And the only way I know to do this is through prayer and taking all of my concerns to God in prayer and letting my requests be made known unto God. For that says, And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus which is the word. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. So the goal for us is to be found by Jesus at the time he returns, to be found in peace without spot and blameless. Daniel chapter 12 says that none of the wicked will understand, but the wise will understand. Everything is spelled out for us in the Bible. I usually read Revelation 8, 9, and 16 
most days of the week. I know many people will not recognize these plagues when they first start coming. When the signs come in the skies, all will know. When the earth slips on its axis, everybody will be upset. They will not understand, however. They will turn to the scientists. They will turn to people like that Pope. He doesn't even know the Bible. They'll turn to the religious leaders who are the farthest thing from the Bible. But the Bible tells us everything. So we should not be taken unawares when we see these things. Just recently, I saw a story on CNN where the scientists were trying to figure out why the fish had died, the trout I think it was, off the coast of California up to Alaska. Well, I know one of the plagues where one of the stars falls, it causes the fish to die in the sea. I don't think this plague was that. I don't think it was that. But they won't have any idea what caused it when they start seeing this. In one of the plagues, a great mountain burning with fire fell into the sea, and the fish died. And I think it was the third of the ships were destroyed in the sea. They're going to be looking for reasons from the scientists to tell them the reasons. Just like with coronavirus, they want the government to tell them what to do. This isn't going to work. But those who are wise will understand. And we understand because we know what the Bible says. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.